This is episode six of Essential Oils by Design. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Essential Oils by Design, the podcast about essential oils, human design, and how they work so beautifully together. We're your hosts, Nani Chisire and Roz Isbell, and there are three things we are both passionate about. Essential oils, human design, and making the world a better place by helping people get both of them into their lives. Hello, Roz. Hi, Nani. So today we're going to talk about the number one reason why people are not manifesting what they want or maybe are struggling in some way. It has nothing to do with effort, education, or your ability to visualize it, and it has everything to do with the fact that you might not have the energy to create what you want. So this is called burnout. Yeah, and I I would say that this is one of the reasons why I was so intrigued by human design because I was feeling that way, and I couldn't figure out where it was coming from, and I eventually learned that I had my own issues with burnout. Yes, we are going to redefine burnout for you today because so many of us are burnt out and we don't even realize that we're burnt out. I know that some of you listening will know of times in your life when it has felt like you were burnt out, you had nothing left to give. But you know what? There's going to be plenty of you out there who don't know what's wrong. You know, there's something not quite right. And it's entirely possible that you are suffering from burnout. Yes, we've found that if you've been living a life that is not completely aligned with the truth of who you are, or that's how it was for me, you can spend a lot of energy living as someone that you're not. And that's what causes the burnout. So we're going to share with you where burnout might live in your human design chart and what you can do about it. We're also going to share which essential oils we recommend to support you in regards to burnout. So I know from my own experience that if you're burned out, you're not going to attract the things or people that you want to. You won't have the energy to do what you want to. So there are different ways that you can figure out if you're burned out by looking at, you know, physical, emotional, or behavioral symptoms. So the physical symptoms, I'm just going to read them off so that you can see if you identify with any of these things. We all may find them in some area of our life or another. So the physical symptoms are feeling tired and drained most of the time, or maybe you have lowered immunity. Maybe you get colds more often than you'd like. Uh, You might get frequent headaches, back pain, or muscle pain. Your body is just telling you that something's wrong. Or you may have a change in appetite or sleep habits. That pretty Um, much covers it, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You you haven't left much out there with that list. And maybe, Roz, do you want to tell us a few of the emotional symptoms? Yeah, sure. So things like feelings of self-doubt and a sense of failure, feeling helpless, feeling trapped, feeling totally defeated, like it's just not worth continuing with loss of motivation, cynical or negative outlook on life, and just a decreased satisfaction and a a decrease in in any sense of accomplishment that you might achieve. Also behavioral symptoms that could tell you 
that you're burned out, like procrastination or resistance to doing something. I know that has happened to me or avoidance of doing something, or you might shut others out. You could use food, drugs, or other addictions to cope with it. You could take frustration out on others. I I never do that. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Or you may even like fail to show up for work or show up late. And another thing that that I can also identify with is you might want to binge watch on Netflix. And I say that because you just are so burned out that you just kind of just want to get lost in another world. And then after binge watching, you still aren't refreshed. That's when you can tell you're really burned out. Yeah. And, and Nani, that procrastination one, that's massive. And I think you know, there's so many people out there and myself absolutely included in this one that have a tendency to procrastinate and blame it on anything other than being burnt out. And in actual fact, very, very often, that's the reason we're procrastinating because we are burnt out. Yeah, I totally agree with that one. But don't worry if you identify with any of the things that Roz or I talked about, you can get out of burnout, but you might need to take a cycle of rest first. And all of these symptoms have to do with not living your true self or not following your strategy or not being in alignment because it takes energy to not be yourself. It takes more energy to resist than just be in alignment. Mm. And it's, of course, easier in the short run, but then in the long run, it will push you into burnout and it makes you rest whether you want to or not. Yes. Um, (laughs) You finish up on the couch whether you like it or not. So today we're going to talk about some areas in your chart where you can find burnout. And I'm not going to go into the details right now, but I'd say it lies in some of the centers and some particular gates are markers for burnout. So first we're going to talk about the will center. And the will center is the center for willpower and value. And actually a lot of the population does not have willpower has the undefined will center. And so you take in will energy from other people and amplify it, but then you can get really tired after you're out of that energy. And you for sure need to take time to rest if you have an open will center. You need to schedule it into your day, into your week, and plan ahead so that you can rest. Otherwise, you will get burned out from this one. And you know, society gives valor to pushing through and not resting, but really you need to rest. So I have watched people with open will centers push so hard for a long period of time and they get sick because like I said, your body will tell you how to get back into alignment and it will make you rest whether you like it or not. And sometimes it's not in a way that you hope for. So planning in the rest ahead of time is really ideal. And I have a see my hand going up. I might have done that before. Oh <laughs> I might have <laughs> going when I didn't have the willpower to keep going and got sick many times. Yeah. And I actually have a defined will center. And that means I can push through things that I do want to be doing, but also things that I don't want to be doing or jobs that I don't want to be doing. And I can just keep on going. And so no matter what in your will center, you need to rest. It's the energy that goes and then takes a cycle of rest. So I'm just going to pose this question out there because sometimes your head just needs to hear the question. Like, how is your energy? Are you getting cycles of rest? 
And so my possible answer to burnout, if it's coming from the will center, is to proactively put rest into your schedule if you can. And I know there are some people that are working and you have kids and there's a lot going on. I have that as well. And what I realized is that sometimes I need to schedule ahead of time and hire a babysitter or ask my family to help watch my kids because I don't want to get so sick that I have to lay down from my sickness to recover from my burnout anymore. Like I don't want to do that anymore. So I ask for support or make it happen in some way. Yeah, Nani, I have watched many of my clients with defined will centers who have burnt themselves out by pushing themselves too hard because they can. So if you look at your human design chart and you can grab one from mybodygraph.com, you will see that there is in the middle of the chart, slightly over to the right-hand side, a triangle. It's right, it is actually in the body of the chart. And if it's defined, it will be colored in red. So if your will center is colored in red, you have a defined will center. And I see this happen time and time again with people with defined will centers. And, and Nani's just explained a perfect example of how this works. People think they have to keep going. They just have this feeling that they have to keep going. And the will center works really hard and then it must rest. If it doesn't, it will burn out. It's that simple. You will burn out with your defined will center. People with defined will centers need to have a schedule that includes rest. Otherwise, they will be kicked to the curb and they will be in a position where they can't do anything. And you've got to ask yourself, can you afford to put yourself in that position? And something else that I think is really important for projectors in particular to consider when it comes to burnout, if you are a projector with a defined will center, you need to watch it because that defined will center, and to a lesser extent, this applies to manifestors, but if you have a defined will center, this can make you do things you are not designed to do if you are not giving your will center the rest that it requires. I also use essential oils to support my will power or my will center. And for me, I need balance because it just kind of grounds me. Balance is the grounding blend. So you don't have to use doTERRA. You can use a grounding blend or grounding oils just to kind of like slow me down and make me realize that I need to take the time to rest. Roz, what do you use for your will center? I really like my favorite essential oil, which is bergamot. I know you're all getting board with bergamot but don't because it's an incredibly versatile oil as as are most of the essential oils you can use them for so many areas within human design and bergamot is one that covers a lot of bases and we will talk about this in future episodes there she goes again talking about future episodes but the will center is actually physiologically very closely aligned to where the G center is. The G center and the will center make up what is actually the heart chakra. So those of you who are listening, who have an understanding of the chakra system, will know that the heart center is obviously located in the heart area. 
And the Will Centre and the G Centre are actually a splitting of the Heart Centre. And Bergamo is beautiful for both of those areas. It's beautiful for the heart. It's beautiful for slowing you down a little bit, for making you realise what you are capable of and making you accept the fact that this is what you're capable of. And I really also like perhaps more for the defined will centre, patchouli, because patchouli is so good for getting you to understand what moderation looks like. Moderation for the defined will centre is a concept that's very important. Yes. And I do want to bring up the fact that there is a very beautiful side to the open will centre. It's not like you just, just that you don't have willpower it's actually that center is about value. And if you have an open will center, you know what is valuable in life. And in the high expression, you know what's valuable in your life and in the world. And so what I am here to tell you is that you are valuable. And so if you have that mindset, I'm valuable and resting is valuable to me and it makes me more present, like more sparkly or just even more available to my family or friends or work or whatever you're doing, just put a value association to rest because rest is important and you are important and you are valuable and and without it you will burn out. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't want that. That's what this is all about, helping you to get out of burnout and to prevent it in the future. And the next center we're going to talk about is the sacral center. And I'm going to let Roz talk about this, but I can tell you for myself as well, the sacral center, I'm a generator, so I have a defined sacral center and work that lights me up is what gives me energy and work that does not light me up takes away my energy. And I have also gotten burnout in this area. Yeah, I think we all have. I think pretty much everybody who's ever experienced burnout, and that would be a very large proportion of the population, has experienced it because of issues with their sacral center, whether it be defined or whether it be open. So if you are a generator type, either a generator or a manifesting generator, that means that you have a defined sacral. And when you have a defined sacral, you have access to sustainable, what we call in human design, life force and workforce energy. So jargon, I know, but it basically gives you the physical energy to be able to work, to be able to build things and make things and create things. And it's that worker energy, like it or not. I mean, I know some people don't resonate with that. Some generator types don't resonate with that term, but that's basically what it gives the generator the power to do on a sustainable basis. If the generator, if we generators are not doing work that lights us up, if we're not doing work that we like, we have the potential to burn out. In fact, it's very likely that we will burn out because generators are here to do work that lights them up and they're here to respond to work that lights them up. So something comes into your external reality and you respond to it and you work on it and it lights you up and it gives you the energy to keep doing other things. When you respond to the wrong work, when you don't like the work that you do, you will burn out. Now, generators can keep going. 
it's not necessarily a great thing, but they can keep going. You can keep doing work that you dislike until you retire, until you finish working. But obviously it's not going to make for a very satisfying life. So this is where responding to work that you love is so important. When you have an open sacral, so when you're a projector or a manifester or reflector, you don't have access to that sustainable workforce and life force energy that I was talking about with the generator types. And this doesn't necessarily resonate with society today. There is massive pressure on everyone to be seen to be working really, really hard. You guys, you 30% of the population, you are not designed to do that. You are not designed to hold down a nine to five job. I'm sorry, I know that's not going to that's not going to come as good news to a lot of you, but it's a fact. You guys are designed to do other things. You're designed to get the ball rolling if you're a manifester. You're designed to guide, manage, and direct the rest of us if you're a projector. And you're here to reflect back what's going on in the world if you're a reflector. Now If you do work based on your strategy, and we talked at length about that in episode three, so I'm not going to go into it in detail here today, but if you do work according to your strategy, then you will find that that will give you the energy to keep going to a point. But if you try to work and you try to push through using energy that you don't have, you will will burn out. And I think I might have mentioned this in that episode I was referring to, episode three, but if you're a manifester, you can usually keep going working at work that you're not designed to do until you get to around 45, 50, and then you burn out. It can happen earlier, but quite often manifestors can keep going till about 45, 50. Projectors, mm -mm, not so much. Projectors tend to be bowled over and unable to do anything from burnout and that can hit them at around about 35, 40. And it's because they're doing work they're not designed to do. They're working way too hard for their design in a physical sense. So you need to be very wary of that. Nani, have you got anything you want to add to that? I just wanted to add a little bit about a specific gate that is in the sacral because this is something that is in my chart. And mine. (laughs) And it's gate 29. It's about making commitments. And I did not learn until probably in the last few years how much this can burn me out to make commitments to things that I don't want to do. So I, if I say yes, I stick with it. And I have spent many years saying yes to everything that came my way or that I thought I should. And then I spent all this energy doing things that I did not love. And then I was too burned out to get to the things that I did love to do. And I don't know if Roz has more to talk about in gate 29. Yeah, it's the gate of boundaries. It's the gate of saying no instead of yes. It's actually the gate of yes. (laughs) We say yes when we're supposed to say no, but this is the gate that makes us committed to things. It's actually a really beautiful energy because it's the energy of commitment. It's the energy that allows you to commit to things that are right for you, but it can be the gate that keeps you going when you should have stopped. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is it is definitely the gate that if you do have it defined in your chart, you may have a history of finding it difficult to say no and you need to stop that. You need to start defining your boundaries and learn that it is okay to say no and that you will be committed to the things that deserve your commitment and the things that don't deserve your commitment you are not here to be committed to. Yeah, have a look on your chart. You'll find this particular gate. If you look at the sacral energy center, which is the square second from the bottom of the chart, right in the middle of the chart, second from the bottom, and it's on the right-hand side pointing upwards, and it's the gate 29. If you have that defined, just think about when you say yes, when you should be saying no. So what about essential oils for the sacral, Nani? The topic we were just talking about leads me into the oil that I would recommend, which is clove, because clove is the oil of boundaries and protection. And I'm starting to be more proactive about how I'm managing the energy that drains me. So I would like to put up a boundary for myself. I also recommend cinnamon bark because it's like a courageous oil, the oil of bravery. And I say that because I think it takes a lot of bravery to start saying no to things. But once you start doing it and you start having more energy and feel better and you're more present for whoever you're around, it will get easier. But I think at the beginning, sometimes you just need a little help. Yeah, absolutely. There's one other thing I wanted to say. If you're not sleeping well or you're feeling like really tired after your night's sleep, if you sleep in a room with someone else who has a defined sacral, you can be taking in their sacral energy at night. So you might want to sleep in separate rooms. I had a friend who did this with her daughters. They were sharing a room. One was a projector, one is a manifesting generator, and the projector was not sleeping very well. And so she just separated their rooms and now they sleep great. So that's just an idea. You know, don't you, Nani, that 30% of our audience have just gone, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So what Nani's saying is if you have an open sacral and you happen to be sleeping with somebody who has a defined sacral, you'll be taking in their energy all night long. So it's very hard to get a good quality rest. Now, what we want to make clear is that you shouldn't be sleeping with them (laughs) all night long. But I know a lot of open sacral people who maybe take one or two nights a week to sleep by themselves just to give themselves that rest, that really beautiful uninterrupted sleep that they get when they are sleeping on their own. Yes. And if you're sleeping well, don't even worry about this. It's more about if you need to try something different. That's right. Yeah. Because there are some people who have open sacrals who find it difficult to sleep in any other situation than the one that they're in now. So if it's working for you, keep it that way. We're going to talk about a few things that you might not think of as traditional burnout, but you can actually burn out in your throat. Yeah. So yeah, I'll let Roz... I might be burned out right now. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So the throat center, as far as human design is concerned, is a very, very important and powerful place. And we need to use it properly. Now, if you think about the throat center from a physiological perspective, this is where your thyroid lives. And 
for those of you who have any understanding of what the thyroid does, you know that if your thyroid's not working properly, then pretty much nothing's going to be working properly. The thyroid is governed by what's going on for you in your throat center. If you are a manifester or a manifesting generator and you are not using your throat properly, that is, you're not informing people of what it is that you're about to do, or, and I do see this, and I'm sure you do too, Nani, you're not actually using it to do things. You're, you're, not, you're not using your incredible power to get things done. You can burn out in the thyroid. Your thyroid will blow up, basically. Your thyroid will need support. And you can also get burnout in your throat if you have either an open throat or undefined that's white, or even if yours is defined and you're not a manifesting generator, if you push stuff out without you know, being invited or being asked and people don't want to hear what you have to say <laughs> because they didn't ask you for it, you can burn it out because you're just speaking too much and with the wrong energy. If you have an open throat, which I might have talked about this a little bit in the past episode, you might talk too much because you're trying to get attention. So I guess just pay attention. You can pay attention if you have thyroid issues, then maybe look at your type or other things in your chart and see if maybe it has something to do with how you're communicating. I love that about essential oils. I love that about human design. They're tied to your body. Your body can tell you things. So you can look at it from either perspective. You can look at the symptom or you can look at your chart or even look at the oil you're drawn to. And oils will help you with whatever your body needs. So you might even be using it for something else and it can help you with this. So I just love that all of these things play so nicely together and you don't have to know everything. It's true holistic wellness, isn't it? I mean, if we look at the body as a whole, instead of just the little pieces, we can make it work the way that it's designed to work. And when we look at the human design chart, we can see how the body's designed to work. It's all there in front of us. And really, you know, burnout can occur in any of the centers. It can occur in any of the gates, any of the channels. It can even occur if you're not living according to your personality profile. And that's another thing that we haven't talked about. And I just want to take a second here because I keep I keep saying it, Nani's good enough not to say it, but I keep saying, we'll talk about this in future episodes. Human design is a massive subject. It's like a whole new way of life that you can overlay with your existing life. And there are so many facets to it. And if you stick with us, we will get to all of these topics. And if there's anything that's absolutely burning for you and you really want to know something, please send us an email and tell us what it is that you're interested in us discussing and we'll get onto it. But if you can understand that there are so many places in the chart that you can live not being true to yourself, and if you do that, there is a very strong potential for burnout, then you start to understand how important it is to live the truth of who you are. And if you can do that, then you know life just flows. 
Yep. And we don't want to stress you out thinking you have to know all of these things in your chart to be able to figure it out. The simplest solution, human design wise, is to follow your strategy. So figure out what your type is and then you could listen to our first episode. We talk about the types. Maybe also in the third episode, we talk about the types. So following your strategy is the first piece that you really need to know. And if you only did one thing, that's the thing to do. And it's different for the five different types. And don't underestimate the power of the essential oils. Don't underestimate them. And I know we talk about the fact that we use doTERRA and well, the reason that we use doTERRA is because they are so powerful, so pure, so potent. When you start working with essential oils that are as powerful and potent as these ones that we're talking about, you will notice changes in your life that will happen at that holistic level. These changes will happen and you won't even realize that they're happening. It's because they're increasing your vibration and they're getting you to where you need to be. Yep. And they're also magical kind of in the same way that you don't have to know what exact oil to use because essential oils, your body knows what to do with them. You put them on and they find where they need to help you in your body. And if you only had one oil, Frankincense has so many therapeutic properties that it can help almost anything. So you could do something like that. Just use one that will always work. Lavender also has multifaceted therapeutic properties. So there's a couple that you could just like have as a go-to. Of course, we like to tell you what specific oils we like to use in case you like to change it up and be more specific about it. Yeah, but as Nani said, it's, it can be what you're drawn to. It can be what you have. What you have is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. So, Nani, we better keep keep talking. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um, the Root uh, Center is the last one. Do you want to have a chat about the Root Center? Yeah, so the Root Center in particular can bring adrenal burnout because it's like the center for adrenaline and stress. So you can burn out your adrenals. And in particular, if your Root Center has a connection to your sacral, and this is like a little bit more specific, but I've seen this happen. Your sacral can keep you pushing even when your root pulse is off. We talked about how the the root has a pulse on where you're like have a surge of adrenaline and then a pulse where it's off and you're just kind of laying low. So if you're laying low and your sacral is still pushing you, you can burn out your adrenals. And the root center is a pressure center too. So you can just feel a lot of pressure here to do things. I have an open root center, so I feel this pressure to do things. And so I might do them even when I don't have the energy to do them and then get burned out. Roz, do you have more to add to that? That's exactly what happens. And when you have that open root center and your to-do list is as long as your arm, it's never going to go away. Don't let it stop you from resting. Mm -hmm. That to-do list is part of who you are. It's always going to be there. Don't let it rule your life. Please don't let it rule your life because it will burn you out. And as far as essential oils are concerned, Nani, I really like basil because basil is just a beautiful adrenaline support. What about you? What What do you think for the root center? I like the Arbor Vitae because the root center is like about being so rooted and it can just root you so you don't have to like worry about all the pressure that's pulling you around. And I... 
I was fascinated because I was helping my parents plant some trees last weekend and I saw the tag on them and it was Arbor Vitae. And it's like, oh, this is wow. essential oil I use. And the roots are so strong on the plants or on the trees, I guess. They were like coming out the bottom of the pots. They're the plastic pots that are they're in until you put them in the ground. But they were so strong. They were like coming out and connecting on the outside of the pots on the bottom. And I'm like, this is just a really strong root bound oil to use. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. How beautiful. Another really nice one is vetiver as well, because that's also a beautiful grounding oil. But yeah, I love that about arborvitae. And one last area that I think is really important to touch on when it comes to burnout is the open emotional solar plexus. When you have an an open emotional solar plexus, you're experiencing other people's emotions amplified. You are experiencing their emotions bigger than they are. And This can cause you to be walking around on tippy toe, trying not to upset anybody, trying to keep everybody happy way beyond your responsibilities. And guess what? This can cause you to burn out. And there is one particular gate that comes off the solar plexus, whether you have a defined emotional solar plexus or an undefined emotional solar plexus. And that's the gate 30 and it comes off the bottom of the solar plexus. If you have that gate, that is a gate that can cause you to burn out very easily. It can also burn other people out. So be mindful if you have the gate 30 that you can be burning other people out just by being. But very, very important that you look after yourself from an emotional perspective if you have that solar plexus center undefined because you know, it's not yours, it's other people's. Really important thing for you to remember. These are not my emotions, they're other people's. If all of a sudden you feel sad or if all of a sudden you feel down, you just need to look and see who you're with and perhaps remove yourself from the situation even just for a few minutes. Yep. And the oils that I use for this one, because I have an open emotional solar plexus, I probably said these before, but I use them all the time are melaleuca and marjoram. Can I just shake off that energy. And maybe in one of the future episodes, Roz will share a clearing exercise she has with us. Yeah. I'm excited to do that. Yeah. If you're at all curious, it's actually on my YouTube channel now, which is just search up Roz Isbell. You'll find my YouTube channel. So that is what all we're going to talk about today with burnout. We could honestly talk about this forever and ever, and I'm sure that it will come up in future episodes. So that's it for today. Do you have anything else you want to say? No. <laughs> so that's <laughs> I'm burned so, out. <laughs> so that's it for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. As I said earlier, if you have any questions or you're interested in learning about human design, you can go to our websites. You can email us at oilsbydesignpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at findyournaturalgroove.com or nani at beyouwithnani.com. If you don't already have essential oils in your life, you're not talking to somebody about essential oils and you are interested in purchasing them, both of us have doTERRA businesses and either of us can help get you started. And I'm going to start saying it now, Nani, because it's time. (laughs) If you like what we're sharing, 
we would so appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. If you do that, it helps more people to hear what we have to say. If you feel so inclined, share the podcast with your friends. We would love as many people to get this information as possible because it is so important and it can make a massive difference to your life. Bye everyone and make sure that you look after yourself and look after your people.